When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Fisher Jets podcast is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport, but together at WinBet, Eric Allen here at One Jets Drive. Joined by the mad backer, Bart Scott. Parts unknown. We don't know his whereabouts this Monday morning. We do know it is raining still. And for Jets fans, they've been very upset over the last 24 hours. So let's break this down. Overall, 30,000-foot view takeaway, Bart. What did you make of the Jets' 15-10 loss to the Patriots? Uh, Not good enough. Not good enough on the offensive side. Got to do a better job and establishing some type of rhythm, you know, you have to have, you have to decide what you are, uh, personnel. And right now, I think everything's on the table. You have to consider maybe McCole Harmon trying to figure out ways to get guys um, the ball in space, uh, how to protect. I mean, I think you go back and you, you have to start it over. You have to devise something that, what does Zach do well? How can we establish some type of momentum? And on defenses, you know, you learn your lessons and you feel like you have to be perfect, but you shouldn't be. You think I look at the uh, the big play, uh, just a rule of thumb as defenders. When you guys are comboing guys, you always want to be on different levels because if something happens and somebody gets behind you, if you're on the same level, there's no recovering. And it was a miscommunication between Whitehead and Sauce. And that was a big explosive play to a player that shouldn't have much production uh, based on you know, his previous um, resume. And th- those are things you have to learn, like, in those situations. And this has to be something that everybody learns from. Whenever we have, you know, limbos, or we call them banjos, or whatever you want to call it, you never want to be on the same level flat, because if you guys mess up, nobody can help make up the mistake. So they have to go back to the table. This is a tough one, man, because you know the 14 in a row, how difficult that was to swallow. And it's like, you know that you have better personnel than the New England Patriots, but the results still come and seem to fall short every time. I know it's just three games in a season, but if you are a defender in that locker room and you just gave up 13 points, yeah, the takeaways weren't there. And the Patriots were still converting a decent amount on third down. But how do you keep your head up? I was very impressed with C.J. Mosley yesterday, the way he addressed the media after the game. Yeah, I mean, everybody's holding on to the rope and everybody is standing the boat, standing the wheelbarrow, so to speak. But, you know, we all understand that it's got to get better, right? And what you don't want is to happen what happened to this defense last year. Their snaps get up. They start to wear down and break down later in the season. And the defense that you see at the beginning of the year, you don't see the defense at the end of the year because guys get fatigued and because it's overexposure. You talk about playing complementary football. That means you know, also being able to win the field position battle, being able to um, flip the field. Yeah, I thought Morstead was a star yesterday. Yeah. But he was able to do in that punt to give the Jets opportunity to win that game was impressive. And he's a weapon. But you can't, you know, really take advantage of that weapon 
if you're not getting out of you know the shadows of your own end zone and not being able to try and get any red zone attempts. You know, I think they're going to have to do a deep dive and you know, they got to have to consider shaking it up because if you continue to go this way, the season can go you know by the wayside very fast. The schedule, we know what the schedule is coming up, and we knew the first six games with Aaron Rodgers was going to be a difficult task to begin with. And, you know, they're not doing themselves any favors. What was different about the drive in the second half that culminated on Nick Bowden's touchdown where Wilson really got hot? You felt his comfort just watching him where he goes 7-10. What was different in that drive compared to the rest of the game? The Patriots was playing the odds. They were playing soft and making sure they didn't give up the big play. So they were allowing that, hoping that, you know, it would be a penalty. It would be a procedure program. It would be something like that. They were giving those those catches up by playing extremely, extremely soft, right? And they did that because they knew that the, the clock was their friend. They knew that the time was their factor. So sometimes that can be fool's goal when teams are in this prevent defense and playing soft because they knew the only way that they, the Jets get back in the game if they gave up a quick score. So they, they played against that and really opened up the middle of the field to allow, you know, plays to happen. And um, the Jets did a good job. Zach did a good job in taking what they were giving. The, the issue is trying to take what the defense is giving early in the game when they are playing tight. And I thought it was a lot of missed opportunities, drive routes uh, a couple of times, some giving up in the pocket and not staying and, and believing in, in the uh, protection. If he just would have stayed with some things on a couple of times where he bailed outside of the pocket, you know, you had drag routes that was wide open that, you know, you want to give your guys the opportunity to run after the catch because I feel like we have receivers that can run after the catch but you have to stick with it. You have to believe in it. And sometimes you're going to take a hit to deliver that ball. But, you know, if he would have held in that pocket just a nanosecond longer, it was big plays that was available there, be it the drive routes that they started to have later in the, in the second half, the concepts that they were trying to put together, they were open. How difficult a job is this right now for Nathaniel Hackett? Because you come in, you think you're going to be working with Aaron Rodgers. Of course, that doesn't happen. 100% injury, league, nobody's making excuses here. But it's a young quarterback in Zach Wilson. And as a play caller, I have to imagine that what goes through your mind, even though they did have all those reps out here on the field in the summer at camp and then those preseason games, like you still got to feel it out, don't you? And then on top of it, you have an offensive line that, is working with a number of different pieces. Dwayne Brown now goes on injured reserve. So you flop Makai Becton over to left tackle. You got AVT, your chest piece, the ultimate chest piece, goes over to the right tackle. Joe Tipman starts his first game. You got Brees Hall, who's on a pitch count. I'm not making excuses. I just want to know how you look at when you put all that stuff together, what kind of challenge is this right now for Hackett? I mean, he has to dig into his bag. And if you've been a coordinator in this league long enough, you understand that you have to adapt to every situation. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you, just like nobody felt sorry for Dallas that went out and, and faced a backup quarterback in Dobbs. And, you know, he played well. You look at C.J. Stroud, how well he played. He's a rookie. You know, so you have to find a way to get it done because if you don't, there will be consequences. That's just the nature of the business. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. You have good enough pieces around you to be successful, you have to figure it out. And that's the process, right? And that's that's why coaches, coaches are teachers, right? You have to you have to be able to teach you know your players how to play fast. You have to devise a plan that allows them to take the thinking out 
where they're not mechanical. You hear Justin Fields talking about that, receiving too much coaching, that he's thinking about it so much that he's paralyzed in the pocket. You have to make it where you can play play free. I thought you know some of the boots and throwbacks were a, a welcome uh, a welcome addition. They have to do more of that. You know, if you have to cut the half of the fill off, but if, if if you don't, if you don't, then it's gonna it's gonna go down the, down the same road that it was last year. All right. So everybody focuses on Zach's weaknesses. Can you talk about Wilson's strengths? What you see here as far as what he brings to the table uh, physically, where you think he potentially can excel and help this team progress here. Well, you look at you look at what the Patriots did. They made sure that they didn't get past quarterback depth because they knew the, the week before in cover one, he used his legs and that yep. they gave him confidence. So they made sure that they kept him in the pocket and made him feel pressure, even though it wasn't real pressure sometimes. A lot of times it was just like the walls were closing in, but they were closing in slowly. They didn't give him those quick escape routes. And so, you know, Zach has to use use his arm, trust his eyes. He can make the throws. He can get the ball there, but he has to throw with anticipation. You know, sometimes when he scrambles, he throws and it's instinctive because he's running. It takes his mind off of going through the process. So you have to, I think, give him sell routes, stack routes, always have to have. I didn't like yesterday that they kept the back end. I understand that, you know, New England's not a great pass rushing team. They're a solid pass rushing team. I, I wish that they would have had Michael Carter releasing out a lot of times because it was overkill at times. And he has to have some type of outlet where guys check out. I remember Heath Miller used to do that all the time. He would protect for Ben Roethlisberger. And if, if nothing came open, if he felt the ball didn't come out, he would be blocking and he would just release from his man. And it would be an easy dump over pass after everybody's run out. Kind of what you know the Patriots did yesterday with the fake wham um, pass where the guy came in and hit the defensive end, got lost, and then released out. You have to have a system where Zach can know that no matter what, you're always going to have a check out, check down here, check down there. And I love, I would love to see McCole Harmon get in the game and use some yep. of that speed to blow the top off. I feel like teams are playing the Jets horizontally because Garrett Wilson, for as good as he is, he's not really that deep threat burner. He, Although he can run, but he, you don't look at him like the Tyreek Hill, right? Remember who McCole Harmon was brought in his league to replace. He's brought in his league to replace Tyreek Hill, and he had success playing over 40% of the snaps when he was in Kansas City. You utilize that, right? We remember Robbie Anderson, his ability to kind of blow the, blow the top off the defenses. It will give Zach more space, especially, you know, especially if you put him and in, 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 in Garrett on the same side. I think you can utilize that because the safety will have to run and cover McCole Harmon over the top, which allows Garrett maybe to have dagger routes and combinations. And I feel, I feel like you have to give guys chances, right? And I would love to see Garrett that yesterday he was in the slot, I believe, 12 times out of 70 snaps or something like that. He has to be in – I think he had – or he's been in the slot maybe 12 times this season, I believe. We have to get him in the slot and get him easy, easy uh, catches. Gonzalez did a good job in kind of playing well. And a lot of times it wasn't anything there for Zach. But I feel like we got to start rubbing guys off and when things aren't there, we have to have a check down to kind of have an outlet. I know everything goes hand in hand offensively, but your take on the run game and how was New England taking that away? That's the second consecutive week where a defense said, hey, we know you're going to want to run the football, but we're not going to let you. 
I thought I thought the mistake was trying to run outside. We know traditionally that New England never lets you get outside for the most part. And they had the yard front, which means they had two big tackles in between the guard and the tackle. And the tackle has to block out so they can turn the ball in. I thought when they had success is when they ran the ball in the inside and they continued to run the ball in the inside. I thought that was the best uh, course of action, especially when they had the odd front. Basically, they had somebody head up on the center and then they had two guys outside the guards. That's hard to run outside, but you can get a lot of traps and woes and um, double teams that way. And you have to figure out who you're going to let go on the outside. Now, I thought they did a good job, but then they just didn't stay with it. They didn't They didn't do anything good enough consistently. Did you like that formation where you're going gun and you got a number of receivers on the outside? You're basically spreading it out, and then you're hammering a breeze up the middle? Well, that's what I was talking about, attacking, attacking the interior, right? And that's what you do when you get odd fronts. Because odd fronts are, are hard to run against. I, I say that again because – the defensive, the, the nose tackle isn't picking a side. So it's not like an angle. He's able to, if he's able to drive the center straight back, then that's that's setting the, setting the edge. And then the guys on the other side are just firing off. And it's hard for a guard to be able to push somebody out when they're already sitting on their outside shoulder. So what you do is you run inside, right? You, you run inside. And, you know, I would love to see the pony package a lot more and utilize Brees and, 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 and Dalvin inside of the, um, the the passing game, like coming through like e- even old school leads where, you know, the fullback goes one way and the, and, the, and the tailback goes the other way or the old school strike pass. Because if they're, if they're playing and you get middle, you get middle safeties, you know, cover two look like New England was trying to do. And you have like a, a fullback that runs through the, say like the B gap, and he, he goes and he continues and he runs a vertical route from there with that speed. That's the way to get those guys open. So they got to go back to the drawing table, man. It's not going to get any easier to facing the champions on Sunday night football. And that team looked amazing. I know they were playing the Bears, but they can wear they can wear any defense out, let alone a defense that gets overexposed because they're when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The field too long. Yeah, well, we're going to get to that in a second. The other thing that's so scary about Kansas City is their defense continues to elevate. So you're pairing that defense up with a Hall of Fame quarterback, the NFL MVP, the best player in the league, an unbelievable tight end, and they continue to use weapons and they're figuring other things out offensively. I mean, that team is going to be awfully tough to beat, not just Sunday for the Jets, but for any team when we get to January. Again, what do you make of the running back uh, play distribution. I think Brees got more snaps against the Patriots than he was followed by Dalvin. You mentioned Michael Carter before. Seems like the Jets are using him a lot. Third down back. Know, third down back. So, yeah, what what's your take on uh, as we continue to go through the season, but Brees is still on a pitch count, but he had more than 30 reps yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he's going to continue to get stronger. And you got to think the week before he had a low pitch count. I mean, he had low reps. So he should have had a little bit more juice 
he's going to continue to get stronger, but they have to figure out a way to establish the run. Now we know for the near future that Beckton's going to be a left tackle. You know that AVT is going to be a right tackle. I like the fact that Tipman is a great puller. Um, he, he can play in space, so I think you utilize that as well. Um, and you have to start utilizing runs and certain concepts that, that guys are best at. And I think you got to get the, the receivers you know, involved in this run game as well. You know, you got to figure things out. I would love to see a little bit more Rucker because he's, I think, the most complete uh, tight end that the Jets have. And you think about blocking and, you know, catching. I, I would love to see him out there a little bit more because he's a physical at the point of attack type of blocker. Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's Sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. Yeah, I think Rucker had only one or two snaps, and I think initially Sala was saying earlier this week that, hey, anticipate seeing him more out there. You mentioned the offensive line. Um, interesting what you said about Tipman. How do you think he acquitted himself considering that, hey, he comes out of Wisconsin, the Jets talked about his position flexibility, but last couple of years he's been playing center there. Then he's kind of thrown to the Wolves against a very good defense there in the Patriots in his first career start at guard. I thought I thought the Jets offensive line was 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 good. I thought, you know, it's some some plays they want to have back like a, every other team. But I thought they were scrappy. I thought they were decent, above average in um, pass protection. That communication is only going to get better as they continue to play with each other and they're going to get chemistry and they're going to learn how to block certain fronts and have communication with each other, you know, on that side, whether it's, you know, his communication with Vera Tucker, whether it's Beckton and Langton's um, communication on the other side as well. Hopefully we can get back to riding down, you know, Route 77 and start leaning on it that way and let him come off and, you know, if, with an athletic guard that can pull, you you could expect like maybe Tipman pulling to Beckton's side and being able to add more bodies over there. So listen, they 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 got a they got a lot to review. Uh, not a short turnaround. But they got to they got to move forward from this, and they got to figure out because it's not panic time, but it's getting close. The mental game is so important in the National Football League. You know that, especially at the quarterback position. If you're solid today, if you're Hackett today, if you're Rob Calabrese, what are you saying to Zach Wilson? You tell him, hey, we're giving you an opportunity, and we're riding with you, but you know, we we can't we can't stay with you to the detriment of our team. Now we're giving you an opportunity and understand what this year was supposed to be, but things change. We understand it's supposed to be a gap year. We need you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. You know, he did a good job of not turning the ball over. I know that was the Achilles heel, seven turnovers when you facing Bill Belichick, but uh, you still can't be afraid to make plays. You can't be afraid to pull the trigger. And, you know, it's, it's a fine line between you know, being aggressive and being reckless. And we don't, we want you to be aggressive. We don't want you to be reckless. Do you anticipate any quarterbacks being moved throughout the National Football League prior to the trade deadline? I absolutely do. 
Um, the, the issue is all the places that had quarterbacks that you would think would be moved, quarterbacks uh, sustained their, their, their starting quarterback sustained injuries. Whether you want to talk about Derek Carr and Jameis Winston having to play, you want to talk about, you know, um, the red rifle plan, Andy Dalton plan for, for Bryce Young. You want to talk about Anthony Richardson going down and Gardner Minshew coming in and beating the Ravens on the road in overtime. You know, so, you know, Jacoby Brissett is the only one that really hasn't had to step in at Sam Howell. So, you know, I expect guys to be moved as teams figure that they're out of the contention and they want to try and move assets that they may not be on the team. Uh, it's early. It's, it's only week three. But right. it's just guys and teams that are already in desperation mode. And um, you think about Minnesota on three. You think about um, the teams out there that are, you know, Denver on 3 You think about the teams out there that understand what 0-3 means. And 0-4 could mean that they start to go to plan B. What about everything being magnified in New York? You played here with the Jets. You yeah. just mentioned it before. I think we lose sight of that, right? Immediately after the game is the Patriots win a 15th consecutive time in the regular season over the Jets. The Jets now have lost two straight games, but they are one and two. There's a ton of season left. Uh, can you talk about maybe all the hype that went into the season starting March 15th and then where we were September 11th and how different everything feels right now? Well, you can't, you can't, you can't um, embrace and welcome all the hype that went on from March to now, and then when it goes, when it doesn't go your way, then complain about the hype or the or the um, the attention that you're getting, because you got the attention and you liked it when it was positive. You have to understand that the negative attention and the overexposure comes when you lose as well. So, I mean, it's it's a catch-22. Same thing, make you laugh, make you cry. And right now, it's making the Jets cry. Hey, uh, some takes throughout the league. Let's focus on the division. Miami puts up 70 and more than 700 yards of total offense in that dismantling, the destruction of the Denver Broncos. How surprised were you by that, just seeing those kind of numbers? The guy played defense in the National Football League. Well, I wasn't surprised that the Dolphins put up. I thought they would, you know, average damn near 30 burger this, this year uh, with what they were able to do last year. And remember, these packages are growing. Everybody's kind of understanding the concepts. And, you know, this year they have these new wrinkles with the uh, motion straight out to number one and creating space. And they have so much speed out there. And, you know, the fact that they got rid of a, a guy like Mike Gesicki that was playing for the uh, – for the Patriots so that they can get a guy that can block better at the tight end position because they want to, their offense to go through their running backs, but also through their receivers. I thought, I think Mike Medanis is doing an outstanding job. I think he's early front runner for coach of the year um, with what he's doing. He's so smart and so innovative when it comes to, to, to game planning and play and play design that I think they're, they're somebody to be reckoned with, but you know, everybody knows that if Tua gets hurt, that's, that's what everybody is afraid of. Uh, because they were on their way last year as far as the offense. Uh, they have a big uh, matchup coming up, I think, against the Bills, and we'll, we'll get a greater assessment of who they are because we know that the uh, Broncos are a, are a mess right now. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Bills. I mean, the Jets scored that big win 
week one, and Buffalo's kind of steadied the ship against inferior opponents when you're talking about the Raiders and uh, the Washington Commanders, but that defense looks like they're taking it up a level. So that matchup between Miami and Buffalo is going to be interesting in week four. Yeah, because um, the, the Dolphins' defense isn't great. Uh, they're still missing Ramsey, and you know, you know that uh, Josh Allen can put up points. And I don't know if he can put up points at that pace, but last year in the playoffs, really what the Dolphins did well was run the ball against the uh, run the ball against them surprisingly. And I think they can do that even to another level. Now that, you know, you look at Milano, who's outstanding playing, you know, outstanding football, but also when you look at, you know, no Edmonds there, I think it leaves a little bit to be desired for, for his backup and his replacement. McDaniels, if they can run that ball with, with, with those home run hitters, Mostert and the, and the rookie, that's a lot of speed. You saw they put up almost 200 yards rushing yesterday against a defense that traditionally was a, a, a top-tier defense. Yeah, I think they have more than 300 yards rushing. Listen, okay, so let's talk about Jets, Chiefs briefly. Sunday night football, you know you're going to come out with an inspired effort. Everybody in the nation is going to be watching again. Defensively, what's the game plan against Mahomes and Kelsey and company? Getting off the field on third down. And you have to understand that you have to stay in your lanes because if you decide to rush and play cover one or or if you decide to, to, to rush four, Mahomes this year and last year beginning has hurt teams tremendously with his legs. He's not yep. the most athletic guy, but, you know, four-man rush uh, allows two lanes for, for the quarterback to run through, and he's been killing guys with that. He's just taking whatever they give. If you want to get all this tremendous depth and he sees that, he's not going to hesitate to run because he knows that you're going to get a double team on, on Kelsey. Um, maybe you do some you know, unique things where you, you know, play sauce. And I know you don't like the move, but play sauce on Kelsey because not because of his size, but because of his length, his ability to, to have a huge defense radius may be the best matchup that they can put out there to really try and slow Kelsey down, um, especially when he's split away from the offensive line. Maybe you want to match up and, and bring in another corner uh, because I think Valdez Scanley and these other guys aren't the same, nearly the threat that Kelsey is. Would you like to see that sauce on Kelsey? Yeah, of course. I mean, you think about size as far as height. He's probably one of the tallest defensive backs that you guys have, if not the tallest. Um, he's definitely the best with his feet, and he's great at playing the ball. I remember last year, you know, him being a rookie, playing Mark Andrews really yeah, well. that's right. So I think, you know, Mark Andrews is a faster version of Kelsey. Kelsey's just a little bit more crafty. So I think that would be a good matchup. Other side of the ball, how do you contain the game wrecker who is Chris Jones? I mean, he's, he's only going to get stronger, um, you know, as he's getting more and more reps. You, you just have to – listen, it's, it's tough sledding. You, you challenge your offensive line. You got to say, hey, we got to run at this guy. You know, I think the, the, the heart and soul is Bowden, the, uh, the middle linebacker, who I've always loved coming out of Missouri. You know, he plays with his hair on fire. He kind of plays like uh, Quincy. Um, and he's been playing at a high level, man. And, and that's been the biggest difference that they have great linebacker play between him and Gay. They have a lot of team speed. Specnola's done a good job. And they're going to they're gonna try and attack, attack Zach. And Zach has to be prepared. And this is one of those things that if you don't come out there on your A game, you may be embarrassed. And, you know, all your peers and everybody's watching. And then there's really nowhere to hide. 
you know, because they're, the, the entire nation is going to come out because they're going to be focused on your game. When you say attack, Spags is going to be sending all, all sorts of blitz packages at him. Yeah, he's going to dare him to find the open read. Um, it's going to be tough. You know what I mean? And I know this would be personal game for McCole Harmon because they decided to move on from him. And, you know, if he's sitting there not involved in the packages, I think, you know, it could, could, could hurt morale a lot. All right, let's end on a positive note here, bro. Mosley and Quincy. How good have those two been uh, throughout the first three games, and how much do you, as a dude who played the position, enjoy watching them play? I mean, it's played at, they played at a high level. Uh, I think Quincy has really took it up another notch. I mean, it's, I can you can argue, those can argue that maybe he's underpaid, right, uh, with the level of play that he's playing. Uh, but he's playing at a level that's elite. He's seeing the field well. And he's starting to try and find that balance between playing reckless and playing out of control. You know what I mean? I think me, I'm me under control and reckless. And he's finding that fine balance where he's, you know, taking his shots. He's a physical presence for them. I think he sets the tone and CJ is just a general out there, you know, being able to control all the troops and let them know the situation. Yeah. And don't piss him off either. That juju shot seemed to really get under his skin <laughs> man. He yeah, was yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about you know cheap shots. You talk about sauce getting hit in the family jewels. You know what I mean? That's that's what makes things. That's what makes it hurt more. You know what I mean? That you 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 let a team like that off the hook, where they had no no reason to beat you. You, know, you talk about not giving up that big play, but having that type of chance. That's what really gets underneath your skin. But the rallying cry this week's got to be, hey, listen, nobody expects you guys to win this game, let it all hang out here. I mean, it should be that every week. It has to be that, right? Because I think the sentiment that the Jets are a playoff team has changed. Where they went from the hated team to the team that people have empathy and nobody wants to have people feel sorry for you. You know what I mean? And, you know, you got people out there, you got you got teams that are getting injured all over the place. And everybody's having these same conversations that we have to step it up. You know, whether it's, you know, the backfield with the Ravens, whether you talk about, you know, Nick Chubb being gone. You know what I mean? It's, it's, this is football. And every year you have, a, you have a string of injuries that could either make or break your season. It's about what you do after it, right? Dallas is, you know, is having to figure out what they're doing with their, with their selves as well as they, they got a, a dose of reality and realize that it's not easy when you lose a major component, a major part of your team, and how that changes things. It was leg day for Bart Scott today. Yeah. Don't piss him off. Subscribe, rate, and review. Also, crush that like on YouTube. We'll be talking to you soon, brother. Look forward to it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.